Paper 7 Relation of the Eternal Sun to the Universe The original sun is ever concerned with the execution of the spiritual aspects of the Father's eternal purpose as it progressively unfolds in the phenomena of the evolving universes with their manifold groups of living beings. We do not fully comprehend this eternal plan, but the paradise sun undoubtedly does. The sun is like the father in that he seeks to bestow everything possible of himself upon his coordinate sons and upon their subordinate sons. And the son shares the father's self-distributive nature in the unstinted bestowal of himself upon the infinite spirit, their conjoint executive. As the upholder of spirit realities, the second source and center is the eternal counterpoise of the isle of paradise. which so magnificently upholds all things material thus is the first source and center forever revealed in the material beauty of the exquisite patterns of the central isle and in the spiritual values of the supernal personality of the eternal sun the eternal sun is the actual upholder of the vast creation of spirit realities and spiritual beings the spirit world is the habit the personal conduct of the sun and the impersonal realities of spirit nature are always responsive to the will and purpose of the perfect personality of the absolute sun the sun is not however personally responsible for the conduct of all spirit personalities the will of the personal creature is relatively free and hence determines the actions of such volitional beings Therefore the free will spirit world is not always truly representative of the character of the eternal sun even as nature on urantia is not truly revelatory of the perfection and immutability of paradise and deity but no matter what may characterize the free will action of man or angel the sun's eternal grasp of the universal gravity control of all spirit realities continues as absolute 1 the spirit gravity circuit everything taught concerning the immanence of god is omnipresence omnipotence and omniscience is equally true of the sun in the spiritual domains the pure and universal spirit gravity of all creation this exclusively spiritual circuit leads directly back to the person of the second source and center on paradise he presides over the control and operation of that ever present and unerring spiritual grasp of all true spirit values thus does the eternal son exercise absolute spiritual sovereignty he literally holds all spirit realities and all spiritualized values as it were in the hollow of his hand the control of universal spiritual gravity is universal spiritual sovereignty This gravity control of spiritual things operates independently of time and space therefore is spirit energy undiminished in transmission spirit gravity never suffers time delays nor does it undergo space diminution it does not decrease in accordance with the square of the distance of its transmission the circuits of pure spirit power are not retarded by the mass of the material creation and this transcendence of time and space by pure spirit energies is inherent in the absoluteness of the sun it is not due to the interposition of the anti-gravity forces of the third source and center spirit realities respond to the drawing power of the center of spiritual gravity in accordance with their qualitative value their actual degree of spirit nature spirit substance quality 
is just as responsive to spirit gravity as the organized energy of physical matter, quantity, is responsive to physical gravity. Spiritual values and spirit forces are real. From the viewpoint of personality, spirit is the soul of creation. Matter is the shadowy physical body. The reactions and fluctuations of spirit gravity are ever true to the content of spiritual values, the qualitative spiritual status of an individual or a world. This drawing power is instantly responsive to the inter- and intraspirit values of any universe situation or planetary condition. Every time a spiritual reality actualizes in the universes, this change necessitates the immediate and instantaneous readjustment of spirit gravity. Such a new spirit is actually a part of the second source and center, and just as certainly as mortal man becomes a spiritized being, he will attain the spiritual sun, the center and source of spirit gravity. The sun's spiritual drawing power is inherent to a lesser degree in many paradise orders of sonship, for there do exist within the absolute spirit gravity circuit those local systems of spiritual attraction that function in the lesser units of creation. Such sub-absolute focalizations of spirit gravity are a part of the divinity of the creator personalities of time and space and are correlated with the emerging experiential overcontrol of the supreme being. Spirit gravity pull and response thereto operate not only on the universe as a whole, but also even between individuals and groups of individuals. There is a spiritual cohesiveness among the spiritual and spiritized personalities of any world, race, nation, or believing group of individuals. There is a direct attractiveness of a spirit nature between spiritually minded persons of like tastes and longings. The term kindred spirits is not wholly a figure of speech. Like the material gravity of paradise, the spiritual gravity of the eternal sun is absolute. Sin and rebellion may interfere with the operation of local universe circuits, but nothing can suspend the spirit gravity of the eternal sun. The Lucifer rebellion produced many changes in your system of inhabited worlds and on Urantia, but we do not observe that the resultant spiritual quarantine of your planet in the least affected the presence and function of either the omnipresent spirit of the eternal sun or the associated spirit gravity circuit. All reactions of the spirit-gravity circuit of the grand universe are predictable. We recognize all actions and reactions of the omnipresent spirit of the eternal sun and find them to be dependable. In accordance with well-known laws, we can and do measure spiritual gravity just as man attempts to compute the workings of finite physical gravity. There is an unvarying response of the sun-spirit to all spirit things, beings, and persons, and this response is always in accordance with the degree of actuality, the qualitative degree of reality, of all such spiritual values. But alongside this very dependable and predictable function of the spiritual presence of the eternal sun, there are encountered phenomena which are not so predictable in their reactions. Such phenomena probably indicate the coordinate action of the deity absolute in the realms of emerging spiritual potentials. We know that the spirit presence of the eternal sun is the influence of a majestic and infinite personality, but we hardly regard the reactions associated with the conjectured performances of the deity absolute as personal.
Viewed from the personality standpoint and by persons, the Eternal Son and the Deity Absolute appear to be related in the following way. The Eternal Son dominates the realm of actual spiritual values, whereas the Deity Absolute seems to pervade the vast domain of potential spirit values. All actual value of spirit nature finds lodgment in the gravity grasp of the Eternal Son, but, if potential, then apparently in the presence of the Deity Absolute. Spirit seems to emerge from the potentials of the Deity Absolute. Evolving spirit finds correlation in the experiential and incomplete grasps of the Supreme and the Ultimate. Spirit eventually finds final destiny in the Absolute grasp of the spiritual gravity of the Eternal Son. This appears to be the cycle of experiential spirit, but existential spirit is inherent in the infinity of the second source and center. 2. The Administration of the Eternal Son On Paradise, the presence and personal activity of the original Son is profound, absolute in the spiritual sense. As we pass outward from Paradise through Havona and into the realms of the seven super-universes, we detect less and less of the personal activity of the Eternal Son. In the post-Havona universes, the presence of the Eternal Son is personalized in the Paradise Sons. Conditioned by the experiential realities of the Supreme and the Ultimate, and coordinated with the unlimited spirit potential of the Deity Absolute. In the central universe, the personal activity of the original Son is discernible in the exquisite spiritual harmony of the eternal creation. Havona is so marvelously perfect that the spiritual status and the energy states of this pattern universe are in perfect and perpetual balance. In the super-universes, the sun is not personally present or resident. In these creations, he maintains only a super-personal representation. These spirit manifestations of the sun are not personal. They are not in the personality circuit of the Universal Father. We know of no better term to use than to designate them super-personalities, and they are finite beings. They are neither absinite nor absolute. The administration of the Eternal Son in the super-universes, being exclusively spiritual and super-personal, is not discernible by creature personalities. Nonetheless, the all-pervading spiritual urge of the Son's personal influence is encountered in every phase of the activities of all sectors of the domains of the Ancients of Days. In the local universes, however, we observe the Eternal Son personally present in the persons of the Paradise Sons. Here, the Infinite Son spiritually and creatively functions in the persons of the majestic core of the coordinate Creator Sons. 3. Relation of the Eternal Son to the Individual In the local universe ascent, the mortals of time look to the Creator Son as the personal representative of the Eternal Son. But when they begin the ascent of the super-universe training regime, the pilgrims of time increasingly detect the supernal presence of the inspiring spirit of the Eternal Son, and they are able to profit by the intake of this ministry of spiritual energization. In Havona, the ascenders become still more conscious of the loving embrace of the all-pervading spirit of the original Son. At no stage of the entire mortal ascension does the spirit of the Eternal Son indwell the mind or soul of the pilgrim of time, but his beneficence is ever near and always concerned with the welfare and spiritual security of the advancing children of time. 
The spiritual gravity pull of the eternal sun constitutes the inherent secret of the paradise ascension of surviving human souls. All genuine spirit values and all bona fide spiritualized individuals are held within the unfailing grasp of the spiritual gravity of the eternal sun. The mortal mind, for example, initiates its career as a material mechanism and is eventually mustered into the core of the finality as a well-nigh perfected spirit existence, becoming progressively less subject to material gravity and correspondingly more responsive to the inward-pulling urge of spirit gravity during this entire experience. The spirit gravity circuit literally pulls the soul of man paradiseward. The spirit gravity circuit is the basic channel for transmitting the genuine prayers of the believing human heart from the level of human consciousness to the actual consciousness of deity. That which represents true spiritual value in your petitions will be seized by the universal circuit of spirit gravity and will pass immediately and simultaneously to all divine personalities concerned. Each will occupy himself with that which belongs to his personal province. Therefore, in your practical religious experience, it is immaterial whether, in addressing your supplications, you visualize the Creator Son of your local universe or the Eternal Son at the center of all things. The discriminative operation of the spirit gravity circuit might possibly be compared to the functions of the neural circuits in the material human body. Sensations travel inward over the neural paths. Some are detained and responded to by the lower automatic spinal centers. Others pass on to the less automatic but habit-trained centers of the lower brain, while the most important and vital incoming messages flash by these subordinate centers and are immediately registered in the highest levels of human consciousness. But how much more perfect is the superb technique of the spiritual world? If anything originates in your consciousness that is fraught with supreme spiritual value, when once you give it expression, no power in the universe can prevent its flashing directly to the absolute spirit personality of all creation. Conversely, if your supplications are purely material and wholly self-centered, there exists no plan whereby such unworthy prayers can find lodgment in the spirit circuit of the eternal sun. The content of any petition which is not spirit-indicted can find no place in the universal spiritual circuit. Such purely selfish and material requests fall dead. They do not ascend in the circuits of true spirit values. Such words are as sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. It is the motivating thought, the spiritual content, that validates the mortal supplication. Words are valueless. 4. The Divine Perfection Plans The Eternal Son is in everlasting liaison with the Father in the successful prosecution of the Divine Plan of Progress. The universal plan for the creation, evolution, ascension, and perfection of will creatures. And in divine faithfulness, the Son is the eternal equal of the Father. The Father and His Son are as one in the formulation and prosecution of this gigantic attainment plan for advancing the material beings of time to the perfection of eternity. This project for the spiritual elevation of the ascendant souls of space is a joint creation of the Father and the Son, and they are, with the cooperation of the Infinite Spirit, engaged in associative execution of their divine purpose. 
This divine plan of perfection attainment embraces three unique, though marvelously correlated, enterprises of universal adventure. 1. The Plan of Progressive Attainment This is the Universal Father's Plan of Evolutionary Ascension, a program unreservedly accepted by the Eternal Son when he concurred in the Father's proposal, Let us make mortal creatures in our own image. This provision for upstepping the creatures of time involves the Father's bestowal of the thought adjusters and the endowing of material creatures with the prerogatives of personality. 2. The Bestowal Plan The next universal plan is the great Father Revelation Enterprise of the Eternal Son and His Coordinate Sons. This is the proposal of the Eternal Son and consists of His bestowal of the Sons of God upon the evolutionary creations, there to personalize and factualize, to incarnate and make real the love of the Father and the mercy of the Son to the creatures of all universes. Inherent in the bestowal plan, and as a provisional feature of this ministration of love, the Paradise Sons act as rehabilitators of that which misguided creature will has placed in spiritual jeopardy. Whenever and wherever there occurs a delay in the functioning of the attainment plan, if rebellion perchance should mar or complicate this enterprise, then do the emergency provisions of the bestowal plan become active forthwith. The Paradise Sons stand pledged and ready to function as retrievers, to go into the very realms of rebellion and there restore the spiritual status of the spheres. And such a heroic service, a coordinate creator son did perform on Urantia in connection with his experiential bestowal career of sovereignty acquirement. 3. The Plan of Mercy Ministry When the attainment plan and the bestowal plan had been formulated and proclaimed, Alone and of himself, the infinite spirit projected and put in operation the tremendous and universal enterprise of mercy ministry. This is the service so essential to the practical and effective operation of both the attainment and the bestowal undertakings. And the spiritual personalities of the third source and center all partake of the spirit of mercy ministry, which is so much a part of the nature of the third person of deity. Not only in creation, but also in administration, the infinite spirit functions truly and literally as the conjoint executive of the Father and the Son. The Eternal Son is the personal trustee, the divine custodian of the Father's universal plan of creature ascension. Having promulgated the universal mandate, Be you perfect, even as I am perfect, the Father entrusted the execution of this tremendous undertaking to the Eternal Son and the Eternal Son shares the fostering of this supernal enterprise with His divine coordinate, the Infinite Spirit. Thus do the deities effectively cooperate in the work of creation, control, evolution, revelation, and ministration, and if required, in restoration and rehabilitation. 5. The Spirit of Bestowal the Eternal Son, without reservation, joined with the Universal Father in broadcasting that tremendous injunction to all creation, Be you perfect, even as your Father in Havona is perfect. And ever since, that invitation command has motivated all the survival plans and the bestowal projects of the Eternal Son and his vast family of coordinate and associated sons. And in these very bestowals the sons of God have become to all evolutionary creatures, the way, the truth, and the life. 
The eternal son cannot contact directly with human beings as does the father through the gift of the pre-personal thought adjusters, but the eternal son does draw near to created personalities by a series of downstepping gradations of divine sonship until he is enabled to stand in man's presence and, at times, as man himself. The purely personal nature of the eternal son is incapable of fragmentation. The eternal son ministers as a spiritual influence or as a person, never otherwise. The son finds it impossible to become a part of creature experience in the sense that the father adjuster participates therein, but the eternal son compensates this limitation by the technique of bestowal. What the experience of fragmented entities means to the universal father, the incarnation experiences of the paradise sons mean to the eternal son. The eternal son comes not to mortal man as the divine will, the thought adjuster indwelling the human mind, but the eternal son did come to mortal man on Urantia when the divine personality of his son, Michael of Nebadon, incarnated in the human nature of Jesus of Nazareth. To share the experience of created personalities, the paradise sons of God must assume the very natures of such creatures and incarnate their divine personalities as the actual creatures themselves. Incarnation, the secret of Sonarrington, is the technique of the son's escape from the otherwise all-encompassing fetters of personality absolutism. Long, long ago, the eternal son bestowed himself upon each of the circuits of the central creation for the enlightenment and advancement of all the inhabitants and pilgrims of Havona, including the ascending pilgrims of time. On none of these seven bestowals did he function as either an ascender or a Havoner. He existed as himself. His experience was unique. It was not with or as a human or other pilgrim, but in some way associative in the superpersonal sense. Neither did he pass through the rest that intervenes between the inner Havona circuit and the shores of paradise. It is not possible for him, an absolute being, to suspend consciousness of personality, for in him center all lines of spiritual gravity. And during the times of these bestowals, the central paradise lodgment of spiritual luminosity was undimmed, and the sun's grasp of universal spirit gravity was undiminished. The bestowals of the eternal sun in Havona are not within the scope of human imagination. They were transcendental. He added, too, the experience of all Havona then and subsequently, but we do not know whether he added to the supposed experiential capacity of his existential nature. That would fall within the bestowal mystery of the paradise sons. We do, however, believe that whatever the eternal son acquired on these bestowal missions, he has ever since retained, but we do not know what it is. Whatever our difficulty in comprehending the bestowals of the second person of deity we do comprehend the Havona bestowal of a son of the Eternal Son, who literally passed through the circuits of the central universe and actually shared those experiences which constitute an ascender's preparation for deity attainment. This was the original Michael, the firstborn creator son, and he passed through the life experiences of the ascending pilgrims from circuit to circuit, personally journeying a stage of each circle with them in the days of Grand Fanda, the first of all mortals to attain Havona. Whatever else this original Michael revealed, he made the transcendent bestowal of the original mother-son real to the creatures of Havona. 
so real that forevermore each pilgrim of time who labors in the adventure of making the Havona circuits is cheered and strengthened by the certain knowledge that the eternal Son of God seven times abdicated the power and glory of paradise to participate in the experiences of the time-space pilgrims on the seven circuits of progressive Havona attainment. The Eternal Son is the exemplary inspiration for all the sons of God in their ministrations of bestowal throughout the universes of time and space. The coordinate Creator Sons and the associate Magisterial Sons, together with other unrevealed orders of sonship, all partake of this wonderful willingness to bestow themselves upon the varied orders of creature life and as the creatures themselves. Therefore, in spirit and because of kinship of nature as well as fact of origin, it becomes true that in the bestowal of each son of God upon the worlds of space, in and through and by these bestowals, the eternal son has bestowed himself upon the intelligent will creatures of the universes. In spirit and nature, if not in all attributes, each paradise son is a divinely perfect portraiture of the original son. It is literally true, whosoever has seen a paradise son has seen the eternal son of God. 6. The Paradise Sons of God The lack of a knowledge of the multiple sons of God is a source of great confusion on Urantia. And this ignorance persists in the face of such statements as the record of a conclave of these divine personalities. When the sons of God proclaimed joy, and all of the morning stars sang together. Every millennium of sector standard time, the various orders of the divine sons foregather for their periodic conclaves. The eternal sun is the personal source of the adorable attributes of mercy and service which so abundantly characterize all orders of the descending sons of God as they function throughout creation. All the divine nature, if not all the infinity of attributes, the eternal sun unfailingly transmits to the paradise sons who go out from the eternal isle to reveal his divine character to the universe of universes. The original and eternal Son is the offspring person of the first completed and infinite thought of the Universal Father. Every time the Universal Father and the Eternal Son jointly project a new, original, identical, unique, and absolute personal thought, that very instant this creative idea is perfectly and finally personalized in the being and personality of a new and original Creator Son. In spirit nature, divine wisdom, and coordinate creative power, these Creator Sons are potentially equal with God the Father and God the Son. The Creator Sons go out from Paradise into the universes of time and, with the cooperation of the controlling and creative agencies of the Third Source and Center, complete the organization of the local universes of progressive evolution. These Sons are not attached to, nor are they concerned with, the central and universal controls of matter, mind, and spirit. Hence are they limited in their creative acts by the pre-existence, priority, and primacy of the first source and center and his coordinate absolutes. These sons are able to administer only that which they bring into existence. Absolute administration is inherent in priority of existence and is inseparable from eternity of presence. The Father remains primal in the universes. Much as the Creator Sons are personalized by the Father and the Son, so are the Magisterial Sons personalized by the Son and the Spirit. 
These are the sons who, in the experiences of creature incarnation, earn the right to serve as the judges of survival in the creations of time and space. The Father, Son, and Spirit also unite to personalize the versatile Trinity Teacher Sons, who range the grand universe as the supernal teachers of all personalities, human and divine. And there are numerous other orders of Paradise Sonship that have not been brought to the attention of Urantia mortals. Between the original Mother Son and these hosts of Paradise Sons scattered throughout all creation, there is a direct and exclusive channel of communication a channel whose function is inherent in the quality of spiritual kinship, which unites them in bonds of near-absolute spiritual association. This intersonship circuit is entirely different from the universal circuit of spirit gravity, which also centers in the person of the second source and center. All sons of God who take origin in the persons of the paradise deities are in direct and constant communication with the eternal mother son. And such communication is instantaneous. It is independent of time, though sometimes conditioned by space. The Eternal Son not only has at all times perfect knowledge concerning the status, thoughts, and manifold activities of all orders of Paradise Sonship, but he also has perfection of knowledge at all times regarding everything of spiritual value which exists in the hearts of all creatures in the primary central creation of eternity and in the secondary time creations of the coordinate creator sons. 7. The Supreme Revelation of the Father The Eternal Son is a complete, exclusive, universal, and final revelation of the Spirit and the Personality of the Universal Father. All knowledge of and information concerning the Father must come from the Eternal Son and His Paradise Sons. The Eternal Son is from eternity and is holy and without spiritual qualification, one with the Father. In divine personality they are coordinate. In spiritual nature they are equal. In divinity they are identical. The character of God could not possibly be intrinsically improved upon in the person of the Son, for the divine Father is infinitely perfect. But that character and personality are amplified by divestment of the non-personal and non-spiritual, or revelation to creature beings. The first source and center is much more than a personality, but all of the spirit qualities of the father personality of the first source and center are spiritually present in the absolute personality of the eternal son. The primal son and his sons are engaged in making a universal revelation of the spiritual and personal nature of the father to all creation. In the central universe, the super-universes, the local universes, or on the inhabited planets, it is a paradise son who reveals the universal father to men and angels. The eternal son and his sons reveal the avenue of creature approach to the universal father, and even we of high origin understand the father much more fully as we study the revelation of his character and personality in the eternal son and in the sons of the eternal son. The Father comes down to you as a personality only through the divine sons of the Eternal Son, and you attain the Father by this same living way. You ascend to the Father by the guidance of this group of divine sons, and this remains true notwithstanding that your very personality is a direct bestowal of the Universal Father. In all these widespread activities of the far-flung spiritual administration of the Eternal Son, 
do not forget that the Son is a person just as truly and actually as the Father is a person. Indeed, to beings of the one-time human order, the Eternal Son will be more easy to approach than the Universal Father. In the progress of the pilgrims of time through the circuits of Havona, you will be competent to attain the Son long before you are prepared to discern the Father. More of the character and merciful nature of the Eternal Son of Mercy you should comprehend as you meditate on the revelation of these divine attributes, which was made in loving service by your own Creator Son, one-time Son of Man on earth, now the exalted Sovereign of your local universe, the Son of Man and the Son of God. Indicted by a divine counselor assigned to formulate this statement depicting the Eternal Son of Paradise.